there, fictional friends, and welcome to another episode of Fully Booked. I'm Megan. And I'm Shereen. And it is officially the month of March. March. God. <laughs> that doesn't work as well. I want to I wanna know how annoyed people are with this. <laughs> like every time it happens, every time we switch to like a new month or I say the name of the month and you have your little like... <laughs> Like, it's not as good when I don't have like a multiple you syllable. You need multiple yeah. syllables, yes. <laughs> um, okay, so it's a brand new month. So obviously we have a brand new theme for the month. Um, so for the whole month of March, we're going to be talking about like folklore and mythology uh, within stories, within movies, within all kinds of things. What's up with the resurgence of all of those lately yeah. in book form? I'm not talking about like movies and stuff. I feel like we're not seeing that yet. 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 Give it's it coming. a few years. Who knows what's yeah. going to happen, right? Maybe when we get past more vampires, we'll switch on over. I am here for the vampire resurgence. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. I don't know. I don't know. It's fine. Um, so we're going to kick things off as usual by being ridiculous and we're here to torture everyone we tortured ourselves and now we're here for you to share in the torment that we experienced um because today we are talking about the 2010 yeah adaptation of percy jackson and the olympians the lightning thief we've been expecting you what's going on the gods are real you're half mortal, half god. My father's beside him. God of the seas. Your blood is special. This February. Why am I here? Zeus's bolt is the most powerful weapon ever created. It's been stolen. Everyone thinks you're the lightning thief. I didn't steal it. Lines will be drawn. If it's not returned by the summer solstice, there will be a war. Those with powers. All demigods have inherited skills. Must stand and fight. We'll find the bolt. An adaptation of that, I think, 2005 or six novel by an author named Rick Riordan, uh, which is the Percy Jackson series. There are several novels in the series, um, and this is based on the first book of the series. And it... Uh, long story short, it basically tells the story of a young boy named Percy Jackson who, in the book, is 12 years old. Which would make a lot more sense. <laughs> oh, it would be better. It yeah. would be so much better. So, in the book, he's 12 years old and discovers that he is a demigod and the son of Poseidon, mm. the god Poseidon. Um, and or then. Waterman, as I was calling him. Waterman. <laughs> Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Poseidon's like one of the biggest gods in Greek mythology, but okay, Shereen. I was like, I think he's the son of the water man, and Dan's like, Aquaman? <laughs> oh, this movie felt like it could have been Aquaman. Yeah. Fucking, who knows? Aquaman is a child discovering that he has powers. Anyway... Um, the movie currently has, at the time of recording, a score of 5.9 out of 10 on IMDb and 49% on Rotten Tomatoes, which seems a little high. That does seem a little high, although, you know, the actors, there were some big names in this movie and they really gave it their all. To be fair, there is some entertainment value to it, too, because, like, we're sitting here and we're like, objectively, okay, so, no, I have not read the Percy Jackson books, just as a caveat, they're like a, like a middle grade 
kind yeah, of ages like, like nine to young, 12. yeah, young adult, but I'd say maybe more middle grade because the characters are a little bit younger mm. level read probably. And I think they just like, I, by the time it was 2005, I was almost at the end of high school. So like, I wasn't really something that would have been on my radar right. at the time. Right. Um, so I never wound up like picking up these books and reading them. However, my understanding is that they have quite a massive following. People really, really like this yes. series. And I mean, to be fair, as a middle grade read, how fucking fun is this? Of a 12 year old kid discovers that he's the son of Poseidon. That's cool. It is. And like, you know, there's a treasure hunt in it. Like there's a bunch of stuff. Yeah, and like, he has like fun. powers that he discovers and stuff. So it, it does have, it does have that, um, exciting Harry Potter sensibility to yes. it where you're kind of like, Oh cool. Like you, like a young kid discovers something really unique and interesting about themselves. And like, who, do, who doesn't want that when they're 12 years old? Come on. Yeah. And, you know, I can only assume, watching this movie, that uh, these actors were sold this script on the premise that this was going to be as big as Harry Potter. Yeah, like they were trying to make like a big franchise out yeah. of this, because actually, um, I don't know There's for quite sure. quite a few books in this Yeah, series. this is what I'm actually curious about, is that I'm going to go and check this. Sorry, guys. Give me a minute. There's like five? Yeah, that's what it... Yeah, okay. Yeah, it looks like there are five. Oh, no, seven. Seven? Where are the seven? Yeah, there's supposed to be seven. My God. Okay. All right. One, two. Yeah. Wait. Okay. Wait. I go back. Lightning Thief. Sea of Monsters. Titan's Curse. Battle of the Labyrinth. The Last Olympian. The Chalice of the Gods. And that's all I'm seeing. So six. So six. And then it looks like there's other stuff that's just like companion novels and stuff like that like graphic novels all that kind of stuff that they've done so it does have like a pretty big like this is a lengthy enough series with a pretty big following overall yeah well now i'm like not sure here there's one thing that all yeah according to rick riordan's website anyway there you go yeah so okay so obviously these novels have been successful enough that they've gained like quite a following and they gained they've gained a following to the degree also that um you know disney was like let's make movies and then later let's make a tv show and that was recent yes it was uh 2023 i believe it was just this past year so um uh, I hope that the TV show is better. I can't say I've <laughs> learned anything about it other than my understanding is that the cast is much closer to the age that the characters are supposed to be. Which I think would then remove it from like the spotlight as much. And also Probably. given that it's like a TV show. Yeah, I think I think it's fine. Yeah. Yeah, that's it. Um, and uh, I know that with uh, regards to these films versus like the TV and show and stuff, Rick Riordan, who's the author of the novels, uh, very much, fam- very famously took like a sort of Stephen King with the Shining stance on the movies. He hated them. Oh, really? Eh? Uh, he very strongly disliked what they did, all of the changes that they made, mm. all of the stuff that they did. He he quite famously disliked these movies quite a lot and was very disappointed with the way that they turned out. Oh, interesting. Um, so I hope for him that they've done, like, the adaptation in the TV show more justice, and hopefully, like, he's happier with that. At yeah. least, you know, at least it's nice for someone to be able... To an artist to be able to see their work put out there in a way that's pleasing to them, you know? Well, it's always good when, like, I always find that there's a difference in quality when they get the actual author um, to either, you know, consult on the screenplay yes, yeah, or, or be like, involved in the process involved. in some way, yeah. yeah. Like, properly involved. Mm-hmm. Not like we're giving you a vague consulting position and you're not really going to be no, involved no. at all. Like, I find Netflix is quite good. Like, I think um, the, uh, whatchamacallit one, the Lee Bardugo one, um, Yes, she was involved and with that. Shadow I and think bone, she, yeah. she wrote the screenplay or she helped write it. So, yeah. Yeah, and that makes sense, too, because she was combining two of her universes right. into one. So. And they did a good job at it. 
That's it. So anyway, whatever. We're mm-hmm. digressing for like a million years here, but because just to give we like, don't want to talk about uh, this. Just <laughs> give like a little bit of background. That's what it is. So like I said, the characters in the novels are like quite a bit younger, um, but they establish in the movie that Percy's already sixteen mm-hmm. when the books uh, when the movie starts. Sorry, um, I'm so sorry if I sound weird. I'm like reco- <laughs> recovering from a really bad flu, <laughs> and I feel like it's still there. Yeah, and I have that like nasality and like weird raspy quality that I just never have otherwise. I'll just pretend it makes me sound sexy even though it doesn't. Uh, (laughs) It makes you sound mysterious. Ah, yes. (laughs) Anyway, so, um, the movie kicks things off with and with a bang kind of because Poseidon rises out of the, whatever the river, um, at his full size, which was stupid. And I was like, what are you doing? And then only shrinks to the size of like a normal human man. Cause I guess the gods are supposed to be really large, which I think per mythology, they probably are. I think so. Yeah. They have this ability. Yeah. Um, he goes to the top of the empire state building and meets his brother Zeus. And they have an argument about the fact that Zeus's lightning bolts are missing or one his lightning them. bolt is one missing. of them. Is missing. Why is one bolt causing so much trouble? I would like to know because they belong to Zeus, Megan, whatever. Second question. Um, Because I'm going to have so many throughout the course of this, and I really want your answers, even though I'm sure that you don't know any more than I do. Um, He so they have an argument because he's like, your son took them. Why does he think Percy took them? I don't know. Yeah, like do we do we get an understanding of that? Like, why does he think Percy took the lightning bolt? I, I. I mean, my assumption to that would be that he had some sort of ability to track that it was a demigod on Earth who stole them. Maybe, but I feel like there's no context given. Yeah, I know. Probably in the book there would be some. Um, But, you know, they had to start with a bang. And this was when, because we didn't watch this movie together, but I was texting Megan. I'm like, good God, like Sean Bean and this other guy are really giving it their all here. Yeah, Sean Bean plays Zeus in um, the opening scene here. What's his name? Kevin McKidd, who was on Grey's Anatomy for like a bazillion years. He plays Poseidon. Yeah. Yeah, they have this like really intense sort of melodramatic and overacted scene where they have an argument and you're like, okay, fine. And it's like the cold open of the movie, whatever. Yeah. Uh, you meet Percy. He's a 16-year-old high school student. They make it incredibly clear with the very, very on-the-nose dialogue that he has ADHD and dyslexia, guys. <laughs> and in case you forgot about it, they're going to bring it up seven more times throughout the course of the fucking movie. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's really not needed, um, although it was pretty hilarious when we realized that he was dyslexic, and I'm using air quotes, because his brain is hardwired oh to read ancient Greek, I and so it. when it looks at at words, when he looks at words, his brain jumbles up all the wor- the letters to make an ancient Greek word. Yeah, it's really something else. <laughs> it's really It's a really interesting explanation. I don't... I can't comment if that's, like, a thing in the book. Like, I don't know. I know that the character in the book does have ADHD and dyslexia, and somehow I feel like, again, it would have been more compelling to explore that from a 12-year-old child's perspective. I don't know. I don't know. It just feels like it would have been better. because they're trying to make him seem like some sort of delinquent in the movie because he's got ADHD. Yeah, and it's 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 stupid because it's like he has ADHD and he's got, like, his, like, earbuds in and stuff. I'm like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? Like, he's got, like, like, headphones on, and you're like, okay... Yeah, I know. When they're like, oh, he's a bad kid. And you're like, what? Yeah. What? Anyway. <coughs> so, anyway, they're on like a school trip to probably what the Metropolitan Museum of Arthur in New York, right? I think that's so, where they're going. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's attacked by his teacher, or one of his teachers, um, who is like a fury, which yeah. is like this winged creature that I think... 
um, like I think they potentially they they are like mythological creatures. I think they served gods or something. They, like that. they work know. for Hades. Oh, they do work for Hades. Okay, yeah. there you go. Um, so she attacks him because again, that's it. This is starting because everybody thinks that Percy has stolen this lightning bolt again. I don't know why. But, like, that's the word that went out, and everybody's just accepting this. Yeah, well, Zeus mentioned it, and everyone was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it yeah. must be him. Yeah, I'm sure that's what it was. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, so she attacks him. He's saved by Grover, who's his best friend, but also turns out is has been with him for several years because he's supposed to be his protector. Grover is, like, a satyr. Yeah, so he has goat. So he's half goat. He's uh, Mr. Tumnus. He's Mr. Tumnus. Think like Mr. Tumnus, so he's got like goat legs, right? It's basically yeah. the same thing, and that's it. Right. I was at first, it took me a second to kind of be like, oh, okay, I guess I understand why they did that because that's it. Like the shape of his legs is obviously doesn't look don't look like human legs right. uh, in his like when he you know doesn't want people to see that when he's just like walking around in life he uses crutches yeah. as though he has like some sort of disability because of that. I think because that's their whole thing is that their life. Not people would be like, why are your legs curved backwards? <laughs> No, we would just accept this. Yeah. We know that we're all very accepting in society. Yeah, sure. <laughs> so, <laughs> they take off, run away, run off, and then Grover, like, you know, sort of, that's it, lets him know, like, I'm your protector, and Percy's like, what the hell is going on? <laughs> um, and he also gets this pen from his professor, played by Pierce Brosnan. Okay, yes, Pierce Brosnan is in this. There are so many big actors Yeah, in we, we'll, need, we'll need to name drop as we yeah. go through, just so that people, like, realize. Well, I mean, like, even Percy's played by Logan Lerman, who was having, like, a moment in the early 2010s he was in like the perks of being a wallflower and stuff as well was he in this before he was in other stuff maybe or maybe maybe around the same time i'm not sure it was around it was vaguely around Mm. this time yeah he he had a bunch of stuff going on efron like kind of thing going yeah a little bit yeah that's it he just popped him in a bunch of different stuff so Mm -hmm. they take off uh they go find his mom who's with his shitty shitty stepdad his stepdad's like abusive and gross he's terrible um and they, you know, Grover sort of explains what's going on, and they take off uh, into the country again. We get no explanation. They're just There's like no driving explanation somewhere. for anything. They're always like going places, yeah. and you're like, how do these children have so much freedom? Part of the way there, um, they are attacked by a minotaur. Lol. <laughs> it's really big yeah, it <laughs> it's is. really big it made me laugh i was like oh it's a minotaur and it's in a field of cows which made me laugh okay i'm not gonna lie i chuckled at that i was like okay that's funny um he's hiding yeah anyway when they get where they're going there's like this like big um sort of like arch with a sign that says camp half-blood mm. and you're like where the fuck are like we don't even know because again we're not given there's any explanation. No explanation for anything no the mom can't enter because she's human so she oh that's right she yes. has no like there's like this powers. whole like i can't follow yeah. you yeah uh, this whole sequence of events made me laugh because the Minotaur appears to kill her. Uh, right. Even though, spoiler alert, we'll find out later she's not dead. She's been kidnapped by Hades. That's fine. But what made me laugh about it is that I had a feeling that that might be the case. However, if you just look at it from the pers- like Percy's perspective, yes. right? After this whole encounter, first of all, he realizes that the pen that his teacher gave him is actually a sword. Yeah, he clicks the pen and it and turns it, like, into a sword. Out and, like, <laughs> he does this so many times in the movies. It's just hilarious. It's really funny. And, like, how does he suddenly have the power to wield a sword? Oh, my like, God. It's like all all this stuff just there's no explanation no, for anything. It's terrible. So um after this whole encounter, he passes out and he wakes up and apparently he's been asleep for like a couple of days. He wakes up in the camp and is basically like, My mom's gone and does not cry about it at all. <laughs> he's like, My oh yeah, because from his perspective, this Minotaur literally like crushed her into dust. Like killed her, yeah. Basically. Or like threw her away. Yeah. Like she's yeah, dead. And he's like, My mom's gone. And he's like, and Oh my god, my like, mom's oh, gone. And okay. everyone's like, everyone's like, Yeah. 
Okay, anyway. Anyway, so we're in a camp, <laughs> yeah. and it's really fun. Yeah. So then um, uh, Grover basically explains, Grover, okay, so Grover introduces him, reintroduces him to his teacher, who's actually a centaur. <laughs> and this Again, was played where- by Pierce Brosnan. <laughs> Named Kyron. So Pierce Brosnan has to play this centaur. Oh god, you're gonna have the whole to rant. look like <laughs> super serious and committed to this role. But when I was watching this, I'm like, why do we keep showing centaurs as like a man's torso and a horse's body? Like through evolution, wouldn't some of them have like men's legs and like a horse's arms and like <laughs> Horses have arms, Shereen. Well, you know what I mean. Like, of course. Four legs. <laughs> so I went off on this whole rant about centaurs, and my husband was like, yes, please tell me more about the evolution of centaurs. Can we tell what Shereen was doing before she watched this movie? <laughs> So anyway, so that kind of kept me entertained for a while. But also in this camp, what <laughs> I'm giving a lot of shout outs to my husband, Dan, because he's become our biggest fan <laughs> of the podcast here. Um, as we're watching it, it's like, why is it that whenever in these movies there's like a, a mythological like being or something, yes. and we, like in this case, they're at a camp that takes place in the modern world, like in our world. Yeah, it's supposed to be on Long Island. On Long Island. Why is it that they're all wearing like ancient Greek like armor mm-hmm. and they've got ancient Greek weapons and stuff? It's like, would their weaponry not have like become modernized have, at have any ever point? updated at any point. Like we're all stuck thousands of years like, ago. Like we all have machine guns now. So like what? Uh, you shoot a demigod with a machine gun? Do they die? <laughs> what happens here? No, yeah. you're, no, you're completely right. And it's true. Like, thank you, Dan, for pointing that out. Because it's true. It's just like yet another thing that you're like, this happens all the time with yeah. these types of stories and you're like yeah why do we only have the shitty little broadswords and stuff like you <laughs> would have no updated sense. weaponry yes. it's weird it's weird um but basically what grover explains and what chiron the centaur there explains is that uh camp half-blood is for all of the like demigod children mm-hmm. so all of the children of gods but you know only one parent basically is a god so i guess they don't qualify to live on olympus that's rude um <laughs> yeah but that was in the uh, disney <laughs> animated hercules and in like some of the well. mythology as well like hercules can't live on olympus and all that yeah, shit anyway demigod. Yeah, yeah that's it so um i mean which you know is exclusionary but i'm not surprised to hear that gods would be that way oh yeah totally about stuff so um he gets to, you know, learn a little bit about his powers and things like that, you know, meet a whole bunch of the other people. They do all this, like, dropping of, like, oh, that's, like, this person's kid and blah, 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 blah. But I love that Aphrodite has, like, nine daughters. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. She would probably hook up a lot. She so. probably would, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. And while he's uh, exploring and everything, he meets Annabeth, who is the, uh, also a demigod, and the daughter of Athena. Mm. Um... And, of course, she's, like, the whole, like, you know, like, I'm different. I'm the tough girl kind Her of thing. armor is so booby. It's ridiculous. Oh, it's so stupid. I know. It's incredible. But it's also, like, these uh, 20-something actors playing these, like, 16, quote-unquote-year-old children. Who are and, actually supposed to be 12. Uh, yeah, that's it. Well, Annabeth is played by Alexandra Daddario. Yeah. And she looks, like, six years older than Percy. So yeah, you're like, okay, does. that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> I think she is. I think the actress is older than Logan Lerman to Probably. begin with. Um, uh, which is too bad, too. I really like Alexandra Daddario. We yep. actually, we saw her when we talked about uh, We've Always Lived in the Castle. 
Hill. Yeah, that was a great movie. When we were talking about that, what, this past fall, basically, we had a chat about that. Um, She's great. She's in the first season of White Lotus. Mm. Uh, She's also in, uh, I find, a pretty fun movie called We Summon the Darkness, in which she plays, like, a really crazy... um, uh, like sort of eighties, like eighties, like metal chick, basically who like tries to summon demons and like sacrifice these guys. It's pretty funny. Anyway, she's also in that witch show on Amazon. Oh yes, Mayfair witches. Mayfair as well. witches. Yeah. I have not got around to it's watching. Really good. Is it? Yeah, I've seen it. It's okay. Really good. Because yeah. what I all I had heard is that it wasn't as good as Interview with the Vampire, and I didn't want to be disappointed. <laughs> oh yeah, but it's very different. Oh, of like, course, the know, stories are very different. Yeah, 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 very different like kind of tone to it. Yeah. I would say okay. that's um, another one in the end. Rice universe yeah. now that AMC has started pushing yeah. out because they did an interview with the Vampire and the Mayfair, which is also an Anne Rice series. And yeah. those, uh, I believe that there are crossover books within that series as mm-hmm. well that exist because I'm sure that eventually they will want to like bring Make those together. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, P.S. Go watch Interview with the Vampire, the show, if you hadn't, haven't. It's incredible. And Mayfair Witches. Yeah, it's it's so fucking good. And yeah. I'm really glad that we're doing Anne Rice, like, some justice yeah. now with her source yeah, material. They did weird stuff with her adaptations. They did. Like. And she's really, like, the, the tones of her novel are what make them, like, so good. Yeah. And they're really catching a lot of that, even with a modernized version mm. of her stuff. And I really appreciate it, so... Look at us digressing onto things that are much better. Things than that are much this. better. Uh, and uh, pointing out that these actors are in much better stuff. Yeah, like No Shade, No Tea, Alexandra Daddario, you did some amazing things, but this was not one of them. No, no. <laughs> and she's like, she's great. Um, also has a brother who's been in the book adaptation actor world. Her brother is Matthew Daddario, and he played Alec in the Shadowhunters TV series. Did a great job. Also great. Two beautiful people, by the way. Beautiful. Way to go, Daddario parents. Yeah, good job, parents. That must be really, really attractive people. Anyway... So, you know, of course, he meets Annabeth and immediately, like, falls in love with her, blah, whatever. And she's like, I'm going to put you on your butt. We're yeah, going to do some sword fighting. Pretty much. He also meets a guy named Luke, who's also a demigod and the son of Hermes, who's like a messenger right. god um, on Olympus. Uh, so that night, whatever, after he started to get used to stuff there, um, there's an apparition of Hades that appears in like his big gargoyle form. Oh yeah. That was fun. He's I so liked cute. his gargoyle form. Um, uh, yeah, um, I don't like his human form, but no. anyway. <clears throat> Dan we'll talk about that later. Russell Brand. Oh no. <laughs> oh, that would have been terrible. I know. I'm like looking at the actor who played Hades and I'm like, who is that? Dan's like, yeah, he, he's a comedian. He was in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. I'm like, no, 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 that's not him. I can see why though. The hair probably threw yes, him off. The hair. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anyway, so this is when we learn that Percy's mom isn't dead. She was abducted by Hades. La, 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 la. So Percy decides that he's going to go and get her back, basically. So he's going to go into the underworld and somehow find a way to get yes. her back, even though he's like, I don't have the lightning bolt that everybody thinks that I have. Yeah, but he's like, I'm just going to go with this so I can find my mom. Because plot thing. purposes. So yeah. he sneaks out of the camp. Obviously, Grover goes with him, and Annabeth chooses to go with him as well, because your love interest needs to go with you. <laughs> or there won't be anything to develop, and it's boring. Mm-hmm. So... Um, <clears throat> At the same time, he's learned that obviously like his stupid ass stepfather um, has, you know, declared him like a missing person, like his right. him and his mom like missing persons, basically, and like spe- is spreading like shitty news about him and stuff like that. But really, that storyline doesn't really mean anything. It doesn't go anywhere. No, I mean like not not in any way, major way. So yeah, what they learn is um, 
that they need to basically Luke is kind of Luke is kind of like in the know about things, which to me was like a red flag. I'm like, oh, he's gonna be the bad guy at the end of this. But anyway, because mm. um, he gives Percy this map that gives him the location of these pearls that belong to uh, Hades' wife Persephone, who was like I believe the goddess of spring initially. Yeah, then Hades, and then captured. Hades trapped her. According to mythology, Hades trapped her in the underworld by getting her to eat some of the pomegranate or whatever, That's very right. much like an apple snake thing. Mm-hmm. And she wound up becoming obviously the goddess of the underworld. World. and she hates him yes yeah. and they still they do still have that thing where she's i think it's i forget if it's once a month she leaves for a period of time mm-hmm. or something anyway um so they need those pearls in order to get to the underworld so they set off on their little quest to go and find the pearls to be able to get to the underworld to get his mom at this point i'm like ooh, a treasure hunt yes and i know I, lo- I love at this point like you got on board you were just like you know what okay at this point i was like oh god this is so fucking cliche <laughs> i was like ooh, fun treasure <laughs> So, they follow the map to the first um, pearl, which is at some sort of weird garden center in New Jersey, (laughs) in the middle of nowhere. Where Uma Thurman resides, playing uh, Medusa, Medusa. because in this garden center, there's a bunch of stone statues, and And of course, then we're like, oh, oh, I see. I see who this is. And, like, Uma Thurman, again, really gives it her all to give Medusa this, like, snaky persona i hate her fuck the animation on her head it's so i I don't like it i don't know why are some of the snakes fat and some of them are skinny and stuff oh i hate it yeah i know and like all she does is kind of like tilt her head towards people yeah it's like you know if you want to turn them to stone you could probably just slap them across the face and they'd probably open their eyes or something anyway so anyway um they have a whole fight with her they defeat her, Percy decapitates her. Yeah, and then they bring her head with them for the rest of the Which road trip. Which still turns people to stone? Yeah. Is that a thing? Apparently. I don't know. In mythology, I want someone to tell me that. Probably. <laughs> Maybe? But she's dead. Anyway. Whatever. Whatever. Okay. Mm-hmm. So, after they do that, they go to the Parthenon in Nashville, which I think is like a museum or something, and they find the second pearl there. It's in like a crown of like this giant statue of Athena. Right. It's up in her crown, so they sneak in at night. Um, Percy has Hermes shoes so he can flap around so he and flaps fly. So with them because they put their they're converse <laughs> with little wings on them. Uh, and then a Hydra shows up and they have that, again, that whole thing with the Hydra where it's like, I'm going to cut all the heads off. And you're like, two grow back in his oh, place, yeah, guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, so that's what he does. Anyway, yeah. he manages to actually kill it again, but he uses Medusa's head even though... It's just her head, and she's dead, and he turns it to stone. It's very confusing. But yeah, he, he turns the hydra to stone using Medusa's head. Yeah. Um, then they follow uh, the map to Las Vegas, to what's called the Lotus Hotel. It's a casino, hotel, whatever. In Las Vegas, they go in, and they start eating these like lotus flower like dessert things yeah. that the staff are always walking around with, and it, it kind of gets you high, sort of. Well, it like puts you in a trance, and then you don't want to leave. And then, yeah, and then you're like, I'm having so much fun, I don't want to leave. And then apparently leave. that's like their shtick, where like people, he realizes part of the way through Percy that people have been there since like the 1970s, and they and haven't left yet. That. And you're like, what? And they don't age? And it makes no sense to me, because it's like what like to what end are you luring people here and making them stay forever like surely you'd have an overcrowding problem after a while yeah and this is also 
when, again, for easy plot purposes, I guess, we're suddenly like, oh, okay, so when Poseidon actually wants to do something to help, he can basically telepathically communicate yes. with his son because he's like, Percy, don't, don't eat, eat the lotus eat flowers. flowers. Don't eat the lotus flowers. And you're like, and it's like a disembodied voice yeah. that's telling him this. And you're like, just go up there yeah. and help him. <laughs> no, he must complete the quest on his oh own. Oh my God. His demigod status. You're a terrible father. Anyway. <laughs> Um, so he manages to snap Grover and Annabeth out of it and they take off from the casino. They, but of they course they do get their pearl. Yes, they do get their the last pearl that's there, but they do realize that unfortunately because of this trance, they were there for like five days or something. So they've only got one day left um to be able to get to the underworld and do all of this before an all-out war is declared between the gods, specifically between, like, uh, Zeus, Poseidon, and Hades, who are all brothers. And if a war is declared, then, like, everybody will choose sides, and there will be a big mess everywhere, basically. I do have to say it was pretty funny when they get out of that casino where they're like, oh, my God, what happened? And Grover's like, oh, the Lotus Casino. It was the lair of the Lotus Eaters. And you're like, wow, you didn't want to make that correlation like, before you went in there? Like, uh, uh. <laughs> Okay, guys. Um, I, they shouldn't have been training you so much with their shitty old swords. They like, should have been getting you to read some books, apparently, at I Camp Half-Blood. I think the whole point is that they just did a terrible job of explaining what was going on in oh, this so movie. Bad. You know? it's, it's objectively a terrible film. Yeah. And that, like I said, I'm saying that as somebody who has not read the source material. Yeah. Just on its own, it's a bad movie. It is. It, it is not well done at could all. Could have done so much more with it. No. So they, with the pearls, they're able to uh, make it into the underworld. They meet uh, Persephone first, who's played by Rosario Dawson. Again, I'm like, <laughs> like what's with all the big actors in this? I don't, I don't know. At least her performance is a little more it subtle. Is. Like she seems like a person and not yeah. like a caricature of something. Although yeah. she's really horny, which is funny. But you know. <laughs> Was because I mean yeah, but then when you see Hades, you're like, well, I see why. Like just <laughs> wrestle brand. given the not quite <laughs> Steve Coogan, I think yeah. he's a British comedian. Anyway, he is funny in general. It's just that like this movie is terrible, so nobody was going to be good in it. Right. It's fine. Yeah. Um, uh, it just it makes me laugh though. Just given the. Um, in the last like five years or so the big uptick and like the very dark romance Hades and Persephone yes. uh like things that we're getting now a lot of the retellings a lot of the stuff and the romanticization yeah that we're having right now of that particular coupling it makes me laugh very much to see like this version of it where she's like I fucking hate my husband and you're like <laughs> yeah that would yeah, be accurate that yeah. sounds about right yeah. <laughs> that sounds about right to me yeah so um of course, so that's it. So they try to, like, make a deal, basically, to get um, Percy's mom back. And, you know, Percy's telling Hades, he's like, I, I don't have lightning bolt. Like, I don't know what yeah. to tell you. But then, when his mom pops up and he runs to hug her, he drops the uh, shield. the shield that he had that Luke gave him onto the ground. And, it like, the back of it kind of pops open. And, oh, la-di-da, the lightning bolt's been in there the entire time. Mm-hmm. And so Hades is like you dirty little liar. (laughs) So he picks it up and he's so excited that he has it. But then Persephone throws it right at him and (laughs) knocks him out completely basically because she hates him. And she's like, no. And she's like, if an all out war is started, I won't even get the time that I get to go up like back to earth and everything on my own. Like I won't even get my time away from him. I will be stuck down here with him forever. And I don't fucking want that. So no, thank you. So, um, uh, what, how, how did they lose one of the pearls? 
They lost one, right? Oh, I don't know. I fell asleep at this. Oh point. my god. Okay. I've seen this movie three times, and I can never tell you what happens in it. Anyway, yeah. So they've <laughs> only. I forget how this happens. Um, anyway, they need the pearls in order to get back to Earth. Um, well, Grover stays behind. Yes, exactly, me? because they only have three and not right. four. Yeah. Oh, right, because they only had three. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah, they had three. Okay, not yeah, and four. she's like, oh, you, you need, you each need one if you're gonna go. So Grover's like, I'll stay behind. It's fine. And so they go to the Empire State. So they, building. yeah, they leave. Uh, they go, they go to the Empire State Building because that's the entrance to Mount Olympus, guys. Yeah. So just like FYI, the the entrance to hell is at the Hollywood sign and the entrance to Mount Olympus is at the Empire State Building. That's kind of funny. I feel like they were trying to say something with that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, um, so of course, before they can get in there and solve all of this, Luke shows up and instead of just busting the door open and running in there, of course, they have to have a conversation which right. turns into a fight. Yes. So then there's an entire fight and we need to have this fight because Percy needs to discover how to control his, his water right. magic because his of course... He's watering everything because he's because he's Poseidon's son, right? So like logically, like water's floating out of his forehead. I kind like of felt that way. I kind of felt that way. Bye, buddy. Good luck finding your dad. That's all I think of. Anyway, um, because obviously he's Poseidon's son. Of course, his magic or his powers are water based. Whatever. Sorry, you, you would have. There's no context it. for this for anybody who's listening. <laughs> you would have had to see the hand movement Megan was making. It's like it's like he's like a dolphin with like water spouting out of his. Like brain. a narwhal. Like a narwhal. Anyway, uh, a sea unicorn. Anyway. <laughs> Um, so they have, of course, they have their whole fight, and Percy discovers, like, how, or I guess figures out how to use his powers correctly. I guess. And defeats Luke, quote-unquote. We know it's a young adult, so we never kill anyone. Um, <laughs> but we defeat them. We defeat them. <laughs> uh, anyway, manages, of course, to then get into Olympus, run up, and stop the gods, who basically aren't doing anything other than having an argument, which doesn't surprise me in mm-hmm. the least at all, just being petty little bitches about everything, mm-hmm. and stop them and give the lightning bolt back, which solves everything immediately. Immediately. Everything's fine. And it's not even like, hey, we should probably get that other kid who caused all of this bullshit to begin no, no, with. No, he was defeated. Yeah. You're like, okay. okay. Will there be no consequences for him? That's, That's interesting. That's why there's a second movie. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know what the second movie's about. I, I have so, idea. so um, they all have their like little conversations. Uh, Percy has a conversation with his dad who's like, I know I was a shitty dad. And you're like, yeah, huh? <laughs> all you could do was give him some voice memos on what to do in this situation. Ugh. Uh, so stupid yeah. um anyway whatever i like i wouldn't say that they like reconcile they just have like a vague understanding with one another now where he's like if you need me let me know kind of thing you're like oh god whatever fucking <laughs> whatever anyway um and then but the one thing he does ask zeus is hey can you get my friend grover out of the underworld yeah. because he's like half the reason that i'm here is because of him right. so i need you to do that which he does and that's fine so the, all three of them are able to return to camp half-blood and continue their training for what we don't know that was the other question that oh, i don't had know they're training for. they're like they're always like they they're always like combat training and like learning archery and things like that i'm like yeah but for what purpose like what are they going to use it for for an ancient war megan that hasn't happened <laughs> but it will i just we've been training for it for three thousand oh years oh my god it's no so stupid to our weapons guys it's bad it's a bad movie it's really bad i can totally understand if i were rick riordan i would have been pissed she's like sad 
sad that at how bad it was. <laughs> it's really like it could have been such a fun concept, it and you was. could have made it into like a big Harry Potter universe yeah. style thing. And instead, we got this. Yeah, and it's really bad. Well, this is what I was saying. Like, I can't remember who I was saying this to, but like, it was clear like when you watch the harry potter movies for example like the actors who are in it like everybody had fun with harry potter yeah that's true they were all really committed to the story and they just really went for it you know whereas you watch this and it's like people are trying to be serious like they're just like Uh, yes like i am a centaur and i will show you the way and you're just like "Mm." I feel like if you had had a little bit more fun with this, this would have been better. You know? Every time Pierce Brosnan tries to do something that's not his Irish accent, it always comes out sounding kind of weird. Well, he just, he sounds like really like stuck up, I find. Yeah. Yeah. It winds up being this weird, like put on kind of posh yeah. accent that I can't figure out at all where I'm like, just leave yours. Yeah. It's fine. Just be Scottish. Like, yeah. He's Irish. Oh, Irish. Sorry. I think. Yeah. I think. Just be Irish. Anyway. Yeah. yeah, just be Irish. It's fine. It it's sounds fine. fine. It's yeah. the same thing with like Gerard Butler. Just be Scottish. It's I okay. Yeah. I don't need you to try anything else. Stop with the American accent. Yeah, it, it always comes out sounding a little bit weird and garbled. <laughs> the, the same thing happened with Poseidon in this Kevin McKidd has quite a a heavy Scottish Mm. accent and he was trying to do British and it was like okay but some of his words sounded really strange (laughs) and I was like don't don't it's fine it doesn't matter it doesn't matter you don't have to have people have their accent yeah just let them use theirs it wouldn't have really made that much of a difference anyway so honestly um this movie is terrible. Uh, I feel really bad for all of the people involved. <laughs> it just seems to me that they, they're, the problem is too, of course they made a second one because, okay, so this movie had a budget of $95 million. Jesus. Uh, yeah, well, um, none of that was put into the writer's room apparently. Yeah. And the box office, um, was 225 million or something wow again because it looked like a big action epic kind of thing so that's probably why they came back and made a second one because it was like over two times the amount so they were like okay let's just do it again and i'm like that doesn't mean you should just because you can doesn't mean you should you know (laughs) ah but mm -hmm. hollywood doesn't abide no they don't really listen to that so (laughs) oh man anyway um you know have you guys seen these movies and like totally forgotten about them probably have you watched the tv show have you read the books you know I'm always curious to hear, like, I'm sure that most people don't have a positive take on these films, but you never know. You can let us know about that over on Instagram, threads, and somewhere else, TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Who are we? Yeah. At fullybookedca. And you can also check out our Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash book was way better. But until next week, guys, keep on reading. Thanks, everyone.